It's been said that most people die at age 25 and wait to be buried at age 65. So the big question is this. How are entrepreneurs like us who believe in God and read the Bible preparing for the financial danger that the bankers and brokers do not want us to know about? How do we resist a life that's less than we are promised and hold on to our dreams so that we can live in fullness every day? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the secret. My name is Nate Scott, and welcome to the Life is Rich podcast. I'm here today with Mr. Troy McKnight. What's good, man? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. End of the month, trying to wrap it up. I'm in the home-based business arena, but on the wellness side. So I'm in network marketing. I've been involved for 17 plus years. I actually got introduced to the industry by a couple of guys that played for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I'm actually working with a real, real good close friend of mine right now. He's actually, he was a chemist for, uh, well, a scientist for a company called Manatech. He broke off and started his own company. So uh, I'm showing people not only how to make money, but I'm showing people how to actually be well, too, to take their health serious. Awesome. Awesome. And how long have you been working in this capacity with, um, with your friend? I've been working with my friend for three and a half years now. Uh, he called me three and a half years ago. He had a no-compete clause with Manatech, with his previous company. He called me, told me the no-compete clause was up, wanted me to be a part of joining his team, and I did. And uh, it's been an awesome ride. Awesome, awesome. And what was your, uh, I guess, first experience to the, to the home-based business space? How did you, uh, how did you get introduced, and, and what's that journey been like? Well, so, you know, I was an electrician. That's my background, construction. I used to go to work in the morning and get off in the evening and go do side jobs. I ended up doing a side job for a gentleman named George T that was playing for the Cowboys at the time. And he the one introduced me to the home business uh, arena. He told me about a business concept, told me I can make a lot of money. At that time, I was kind of young, so I got fired up. I got excited. Uh, me and my wife got in that company. We did very well. Uh, stayed in that company for a couple of years, and then it actually went out of business. And uh, we got involved in another company and stayed there eight years, and we did fairly well. And then we started sitting down with people and start realizing because of the company and what the, uh, where they was positioned that people wasn't going to have the chance to win. So we actually decided to walk away from that company after eight years. I actually partnered up with a gentleman, uh, joined his team. He's a seven-figure money earner in the industry. And the reason why I joined this team because I wanted to learn from him how to create the right culture, the right environment. Uh, I worked with, along with them guys for a little bit over two years. And then I, I was to the point where I was getting ready to kind of walk away from the industry for a while. And uh, I, don't th- I, don't think, I don't believe there's no coincidences. I think everything happened for a reason. And I got that phone call from my friend, Dr. McAnally. So uh, the, the ride through the home-based business, uh, network marketing industry, it's been great, you know, so far. You know, it's been like anything else. I've made money. And at some point, you know, I just wanted to kind of walk away from it. But I found something else I'm passionate about right now. And that's really helping people. Not only, like I said, Nate, not only make money, because sometimes people get so caught up on just, just trying to pitch this money deal and stuff like that. But I had to find something that I knew that was going to give people value. You know, even if they didn't want to get involved in the business, I wanted a product or something that I knew if I gave it to a person, it was going to help them out. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense or not. Absolutely. Absolutely makes sense. And so through your experience and because you've had an opportunity to to take a look at things and see it firsthand also as a uh, as an electrician, um, what things do you look for when you are considering 
a home-based business. One of the things I look for is, uh, is the product unique. If it's a product or service, because I truly believe that that's what separates the great companies from the average company. You know, if it, is it a me too product? Can I walk into the store and get it? Or do I got to get it straight from that one spot? Uh, the conversation plan, I truly believe that you can actually make money in any conversation plan, but I like unilevels. I like something where, you know, I don't have to have one strong leg over here and be trying to balance a leg out, which a lot of my friends love binaries. I don't, I don't, I don't really do binaries, but what I look for is really, I look for leadership in the company. I look at the leadership, the foundation of the people that started the company. And also I look at the leaders that they have in the company that's in the network marketing field, you know, guys and, you know, ladies that have had experience in the, you know, doing building teams in the industry. So that's some things I look at when I'm looking at a different company and looking at a different opportunity. Interesting. Interesting. <clears throat> I've been around the industry now since 1996 and um, I, I got introduced the week I graduated from West Point. And for me, I never got drawn into the opportunity. So I love talking to people that have, have found network marketing as an opportunity. For me, I never knew about picking up books and going to seminars to be around successful people. And so as I've spoken around the world, I've always told people, take away my West Point degree, which is in engineering and sociology, take away my MBA from George Washington University, financial plan from Georgetown University. When I learned to pick up books and go to seminars to be around successful people, that's what laid the foundation for me to make my first million by 32. And it wasn't through network marketing, but I always say that it's the education that I got exposed to that put me on a track of a lifetime of learning. And so um, to that end, uh, because I've always evaluated companies and, and I've always been open and receptive, primarily because my first business was as a personal trainer. From there, I started to teach people how to apply the habits of physical fitness to their life. Then I did my MBA at George Washington University, started to teach people how to apply the habits of physical fitness to business. Then I did personal, uh, then I did financial planning at Georgetown. So I teach people how to apply the habits of physical, fit to physical fitness to personal finance. And so that process of people coming in and talking to me about their goal, me doing an assessment of where they're really at, uh, laying out a plan that we agree upon and then hold them accountable. All that really stems back to me being an athlete. You know, I played quarterback in football, point guard in basketball, so then infantry officer. So all those things that I've always done have always been the things in which I've leveraged and leveraged to help other people to uncover their uniqueness and how they, they go forth and, and, and really go after their, their goals and aspirations. I think one of the things that's unique in my process is that um, not only have I had success in traditional track, um, I've also been, uh, you know, you know, real estate wise, you know, my largest holding was a 40 unit apartment complex. Um, I've owned a franchise, uh, I've been a CFO of an Inc. 500 fastest growing company, former financial advisor. And all of those things gives me a perspective because I've always been open and receptive to the industry of network marketing, although it's not been my deal. And, uh, and I've always been open and receptive because it allows me to, to talk to my clients to say, okay, here's the pros and cons. Let's look at what it is you're considering. And let me talk to you in the context of all these other options that you have. Let me tell you it from firsthand experience of what this looks like compared to say being a real estate investor, compared to owning a franchise, compared to climbing a corporate ladder and getting to the top. And then lo and behold, that God would have it to equip me even more you know, further 
on July 8th, 2015, he had allowed me to have the, the hunger to, to recognize a pink Cadillac as a status symbol to pull on the side of the road and to be able to have enough hunger to stop on the side of the road and wait for the vehicle to come by and to flag that vehicle down, not seeing the person, but to be about my business, hand her the book and say, here, read this. If you get any value from it, you could pay for it later. Well, she contacted me on July 26, telling me she'd read it. She shared it with 30 of her directors. They all wanted it. From there, she asked me to do a live event, excuse me, a, a conference call with 200 of her ladies. I said, bring the husbands on. After that, she asked me to do a live speaking engagement and training. And then she paid $4,500 to work with me for 90 days five years ago uh, as a coach. And, uh, and I always share that story to talk about the importance of minding your business, being about your business. And also the importance of knowing that if you've got something of value and you're a person of value, that you should not have any reservations about opening your mouth. And then lastly, just the importance of, um, of always being consistent doing those, 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 uh, those uh, blocking and tacking, tackling activities. And so uh, I appreciate you sharing, you know, sharing your background, your experiences. My sniff test is, and let me see if this, if this resonates with you. My sniff test is when I'm evaluating businesses or opportunities that people uh, are, are getting involved in is if I don't recruit anyone, can I still make money? Absolutely. If I don't recruit anybody, can I still make money? And so with that as my number one criteria when it comes to me personally getting involved with things, um, how, do you, how do you address that? How, how, how are you looking at your opportunity with that? So when I look at my opportunity, because it, it's, it's two categories of people. It's people who just want to make an average of $500 to $1,000 a month. So me being in the industry for 17 years and anybody that's been around knows the majority of the people in any organization make anywhere between $500 and $1,000 a month. A lot of people don't want to recruit, right? So I always look for a company that has something where they can go out and get customers in, be able to make $500 to $1,000 a month. Uh, like the company I'm involved in now, if a person can go out and get 11 customers, that's $300 a month, just customers. They don't have to never bring nobody in. They get, uh, I think it's, what is it? I think it was uh, 11 customers. Huh? Yeah, 11. I think you said 11 and then 37. I heard yeah, then 37. You remember, 37 is $1,000 <laughs> a month. I don't have it in front of me, but 37 is like right at a little bit over $1,000 a month. And then if they go on up a little bit more, me and my wife did the calculation, if they go get like 85, 86 customers, they over $3,000 a month. So they never have to touch, you know, the part of actually trying to get nobody involved in a business or anything like that. They can just go out and share it. And I actually got people on my team. I got a guy that's a friend of mine. His name is James. He's a sergeant in the uh, Army right now. I was actually on the phone with him last night. And he started working with me in January. And he said, Troy, my check haven't been under $400 since I started. And all James has is customers. He don't have no business partners on double. And that alone makes me feel pretty good. And I got another friend named Mickey, him and his wife, Dree. They generate a little bit over $700 a month. And now they have his customers. So certain people only want to get customers. Then I got a friend named James that got teamed up with me. He was 16. And uh, he's actually building a business. Not James, I mean Rhett. He's actually building a business. He got people under him on his team. And a lot of his people got customers. So I always try to make people feel comfortable and show them that it's a real business. Uh, a lot of times people go at people saying, man, you got to go get your friends. You got to get the family. You got to get everybody involved in the business, right? And that's not true. A real, you know, uh, Nate, a real business is all structured around customers. I mean, you know, if I open up a sandwich shop, I need customers to survive, right? So uh, 
that's the way you, I truly believe you build a, a real strong network marketing business is because people quit. I mean, you, you know, you was in the military, you've been a personal trainer, you know, the first of the year, everybody want to work out and get in shape, right? And then about what, February, March, some people disappear. <laughs> and that's the same thing it is in business. People say they get fired up, they want to join, they get involved, right? But what I've seen is if you teach some people to go get customers, even if they quit, if the customers like the product or the service, they stay on it. And that's what creates real income. That's right. That's right. And the thing is, is that as long as you're giving value, um, you have something where people will have a delight in exchanging money for what it is that's being offered. As long as you're solving problems, um, then you're being a true entrepreneur. Sadly, most people um, don't learn that. And oftentimes in the home-based business space, uh, a space in which is talked about being an entrepreneur, unfortunately, many people never get any entrepreneurial business training. And it talks about big money, but oftentimes people go without ever learning anything about money and being financially literate. And so I celebrate you for, for, uh, for engaging and, and, and being consistent with the industry. My wife retired after 26 years with one wow. company in the industry. And so, uh, so we definitely have an appreciation for what that looks like. And, and our biggest thing now is, is being able to give people perspective about what's possible and, uh, and do so with some objectivity because of how our relationship is so unique with her being an industry professional, but hiring me as a coach and my background and being able to look at things objectively and giving people the real deal without having any agenda. And so um, my last question to you is, um, the way that I look at business is always based upon what problem is, uh, is being solved. Um, to that end, I never put network marketing down as a company. I look at network marketing as the way in which a company, an entrepreneur like myself, chooses to move my product or service to the market, recognizing that I can either use my money, my, my revenue, to uh, a budget to, to um, put money into advertising or put money into uh, employee W-2s, or I can choose to hold on to that money and uh, deliver something that's solid enough for people to go out and share it and then wait until sales are actually made in order to then pay out um, my payroll. Based upon that, um, how do you feel when you, when you learn about products and services independent of an opportunity and how do you feel when, uh, and, and are, do, you, do you ever find yourself in a situation where you just look at the product or service that someone is offering based upon what you need and not in a state of competition? Uh, absolutely. I mean, because uh, I do a lot of prospecting online, LinkedIn, Facebook, and my wife Lisa was laughing at me because a lot of times I reach out to other network marketers because sometimes they be looking for something different or they're not doing it anymore. And I reached out to a gentleman last week and he sold me a digital business card. Uh, I told him, man, I'm not trying to do the program, but I will buy the business card. Uh, my wife supports some of her friends. They got like tea, you know, and stuff like that. So I'm a big supporter of the industry. So I feel like as long as the product is of value or something that I can use, I will you know, actually purchase it just to support the next person. And I'm not going to buy something if I don't feel that I can use it, you know, or if I can go to the store and pick it up for less, because I mean, that's just business, <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm a big supporter of the industry in a whole. 
And even yeah. from the standpoint, Nate, of just giving value to somebody that might be in the industry but might be new and they might be in love with their company, man, if any kind of way I can help them be successful, I would actually do as much as I can, you know, just to, you know, to build a relationship because I, I truly believe that network marketing is the greatest industry in the world. And the reason why I said it is because it's such a low startup cost. And a lot of my friends, just like you invested in real estate, I interviewed a friend of mine's named Kai not too long ago, and Kai was homeless at one point. Kai makes over $300,000 a month in his network marketing company now, but he also owned a couple of franchises, and he, owned, he bought some script shopping centers, script centers. And the reason why is network marketing gave him the opportunity to do that. And, uh, and that's why I'm so passionate about what we're doing here, because uh, it don't cost that much to get involved. And if a person takes it serious, they can truly become a real entrepreneur where they can venture off in other things. Yeah, yeah, well, like I said, and that's why I draw the distinction and, and even talk and even how I, how I frame it. Um, and that is, is that um, network marketing for me is what I've always done and always do. Because as a business person, uh, I look at it as a, as a marketing, as a way of market, as opposed to a business. My business, it's always my product or service based upon what problems I solve. So you would never put me in the, so, so, so I, 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 language has power, words have power. And I try to make sure that in engaging with people that I, I maintain my distance from being thrown in the same bucket because as a case in point for 14 years, I knew of a company, but I never looked at it because of how people approach me because the way they approached me made me think it was an MLM direct sales or network marketing company. Now I knew it was what it was, but because of how people approached me, it gave me the impression that that's what they were being taught. And that's what was being, uh, the emphasis was placed on from the company. It wasn't until uh, I was asked to go speak at an event where I was in the room and heard the presentation done the right way that allowed me to say to the speaker, we need to talk because I think this fits my program. And what I did was in seeing that was I saw that it would allow me to offer something of value to the people that were already my buyers and allow me to give value and allow me to give them a way to get in connection with me so that they can in turn have the benefit of learning how to take and apply those principles that I teach in my book, Life is Rich, How to Create Lasting Wealth. You know, Miles Monroe says that knowledge is information, understanding is comprehension, but wisdom is applied knowledge. And that's really the thing I really emphasize is trying to get people to not just read my book, but actually apply the things in which I teach. Because in the book, I talk about leadership is the answer to cash flow danger. It happened to me. Become an entrepreneur, choosing the right entity, raising capital, asset protection, protecting your financial privacy, reducing your taxes, retirement planning, residual income retirement planning, estate planning, and life is rich. Every chapter begins with scripture and then I say, so what? How do you take God's word and apply it on a daily basis? It's about how to think versus what to think, because that's the same process I took my soldiers in in going to battle, knowing that if I got killed on the battlefield, the mission would still have to take place. And so I thank you for, for sharing what you've shared. My, my hope and desire is that in time, you and I get a chance to really connect and collaborate. I love your energy. I love uh, being able to sit in and watch you I share your information last night. I thought you did a phenomenal job. And um, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, to getting to know you. Man, I can't, and uh, Nate, I can't wait to get my hands on your book, bro. 
because uh, I want to actually have you on one of my Facebook lives and where we can, uh, you know, talk about your book. Because I truly believe, you know, one of the biggest challenges that most people have in life, even outside of network marketing, is that they learn stuff, but they don't apply it. And I think that's, that's the key to success, you know, learning and applying. That's what I try to teach my team all the time. You know, I can show you different things and you can sit back and take the notes. But if you don't take the action, nothing happens. Yeah. And my teaching process is the Socratic method of teaching. And I tell you, if I tell you, you'll forget. If I teach you, you'll remember. But if I involve you, you'll learn. If I tell you, you'll forget. If I teach you, you'll remember. But if I involve you, you'll learn. And so, um, so that's the deal, man. So once again, I, uh, I look forward to, uh, to connecting with you and, and seeing where this opportunity is for us to connect. Let me ask you this. Do you have any causes that, you're, that you really uh, you know, drive home or any issues that you, you, know, that you really uh, care about? That I, you, I really uh, care. One of my main focuses is just to show young black men that they can actually become successful without being a rapper or a basketball or football player. That, that they can step into entrepreneurship and create something for themselves. I really, that's like something I'm really truly passionate about. Uh, I got a, uh, my son is 19, he'll be 20 in uh, October, right? My son has always been an entrepreneur. He, he even has a drop shipping store right now where he drops ship product. I t you know, he wanted to learn how to do it. He learned how to do it. I helped him get it up and uh, going. He built his own website and stuff. So I'm really passionate about that, showing kids that, man, there's other ways to make money and be very successful outside of playing sports. Awesome, awesome. Well, that ties into my $10 million endowment fund to foster personal growth and development entrepreneurship. And the concept is very simple. Um, those things which I pour out to others, um, let's say on the low end is that $1,000. And I say that, for example, with 50 people and taking those 50, helping them to make 100,000, what I've been doing is then asking them to give back 10%. 10% not to me, but 10% to sponsor 10 others that then are funded with the scholarship that they select. And then through that, 50 that are giving 10%, identifying 10 people is 50 times 10,000 is 500,000. Well, 500,000 is the equivalent of having a $10 million endowment fund that's generating 5% return. And so it's a self-perpetuating uh, vehicle. Uh, it comes as a result of me serving on nonprofits, being a founding board president of a nonprofit, being on philanthropic boards, and seeing the, the key issue of sustainability uh, for organizations. And so uh, that's what the, uh, that's one of the big focuses of, of Life is Rich. And then on the health side, because my mother-in-law is a breast cancer survivor, my father-in-law passed away from pancreatic cancer. My pastor two years ago, September, was diagnosed with cancer in September, died in October, was buried in November. And then my grandmother just passed on January 12, 2020, after a bout with cancer. And so very personal endeavor, for, uh, for my wife and I to educate, equip, and empower people to, to take some simple steps to, uh, to make some shifts in their life. And, uh, and as a result of doing so, give them an opportunity to connect with us in a way that my wife did five years ago when she paid $4,500 for just 90 days. And so uh, <laughs> timing-wise, it's a great opportunity for people to connect. And, uh, and that's what I'm looking to do is just bring people together and say, hey, if you want growth, if you want in a growth environment, if uh, mentorship and a plan is critical, 
and uh, whatever it is that you may be doing, the relationship is big enough for us to 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 connect and uh, walk down that same path. I like to say alignment before assignment. And so, I thank you for sharing your story, man. And hey, um, thank you for having me on, Nate. Thank you for listening to the Life Is Rich podcast. I'm your host, Nate Scott. Remember, if I tell you, you'll forget. If I teach you, you'll remember. But if I involve you, you'll learn. One way to get involved is to rate, subscribe, and leave feedback on iTunes by answering the question, what did you like best about what you heard? One of the problems faced by Christian entrepreneurs striving for success is having an alliance with like-minded people working together for a common, definite objective. Would you like to join a community of Life is Rich soldiers? If so, please rate and subscribe to the Life is Rich podcast on iTunes and text GROWTH to 904-204-0846 for the link and this month's free book. Again, please rate and subscribe to the Life is Rich podcast and text GROWTH to 904-204-0846. Again, my name is Nate Scott. Take care and be blessed.